church. The other thing is sitting under a tree. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if that's going to come out good. <laughs> um, if that di- I wonder if that... I mean, if it didn't make sense, you are listening to Sitting Under a Tree. It's me, Aiden Taco Jones. The date is fucking the 9th of August. Oh, August. October. How do I feel? I think I feel a little frazzled. The year is 2018. The weather is inclement. Foggy with a touch of cloud. It's not really. It's, I don't know. I went for a run before and it kind of rained, but it didn't rain. And that's how I feel inside. Meditating is kind of like... I don't know whether it influences my mood or if it just lets me know what my mood is. I I meant to wake up at fucking... I set my alarm for, for 7.40 this morning. I was in bed by like 10.30, but I just couldn't get to sleep last night, you know? Like, I don't know. I was in bed, lying down with the lights off and not looking at my phone, and then I just couldn't get to sleep. I was listening to fucking a podcast for until, I don't know, like one or something. I just couldn't get to sleep. I normally have no problem getting to sleep. Um, but maybe it was because I was going to bed so much earlier than what I normally do. But then, and I set my alarm because I was like, oh, 10.30. So if I want to get like eight hours sleep, that's only 6.30. I'll give myself a little extra. I'll go set my alarm for 7.30. And it went off at 7.30 and I was like, fuck that. And uh, went back to bed and slept until nine. And I think that annoyed me. Like the fact that I was like, if I'm counting now from even 11, I fucking slept for 10 hours. What a waste of fucking time. Um, And so when I woke up, the first thing I did was meditated with that Headspace app thing. But I was just like, I think already I was like, this is a waste of time. Like I'm, I'm already late for my day that I was hoping I was going to have, and, uh, and so when I was meditating, all I could think about was just like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, Ah, I'm late, you know, for what, well, nothing really, what have I done since then, meditated, went for a run, cooked breakfast, watched an episode of F is for Family, and now I'm here, but I think I still feel grumpy, you know? Just that, having that extra sleep, man, it's not good. I don't know if other people get this, but it really fucking pisses me off when I get too much sleep because it's just like, what am I doing with my fucking day slash life, you know? It's annoying, Um, and I wish I didn't need that much sleep. I don't know, maybe I need to, like, there are some things on the Headspace app that are, um, they're like, wake up. (laughs) I just start leaning so hard into that app, like, my my whole life just revolves around this fucking app. <laughs> can't get up without it. Can't sleep without it. Can't eat without it. And then they start they start giving you little meditations that are like, all right. So as you're, as you, just uh, he's like you can hear him smiling, but he's saying real violent shit. He's like, and so now, I just want you to congratulate yourself for taking the time to remember. To kill the infidels. Every day. Just a little 10 minutes. Just for you. And remember that everyone. Who comes to this country. From somewhere else. Needs to die. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just like a right-wing brainwashing tool. Oh, man, that'd be so smart. Any right-wing brainwashers out there, amateur or professional, get onto the, the fucking meditation market. Just ease people in there. Start it off simple. Start it off as it's like an actual legitimate thing for you. And then even just like there's... Because like the Headspace app has like packs for stress or like coping with like loss or depression or whatever. You find the one that is the pack for people who fucking didn't have a dad. <laughs> and then like day five, just start sneaking some violent shit in there. They will respond. The no dads. <laughs> That'll be fucking out there. <laughs> Give me a tea. Mm-mm-mm. I got a new tea. It's called Australian breakfast. Evidently, it's like an English breakfast, but Australian. They probably just, I don't know, use, <laughs> use fucking slaves to make it or something. Rather than... <laughs> like, yeah, the, <laughs> anyone who steals a loaf of bread gets shipped off to the Lipton factory to put together these bags of fucking tea. Um, well, that's got me in a slightly better mood. Just have a bit of a yell about slavery and racism and... <laughs> um fuck i hope you guys are okay it's been a decent week um first week back in melbourne man fuck yeah like full week back um i guess i left you last time i was in the airport about to catch a plane um i met this um spanish girl on my flight from sydney back to melbourne she's uh very pretty and lovely and i'm like she was sitting next to me on my flight and she pulled out a book and i pulled out a book and i just like the whole time I was like, ask her about her book, ask her about her book, don't be a fucking coward, just ask her about her book, why are you being a fucking pussy, and I like, I like flashed my book around, you know, I like took it out of my bag, and made a bit of a show of being like, where am I, where have I read up to this, like, you know, I am reading a book, look at me, look, 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 and you know, eventually I was just like, what are you reading, is it good? Uh, we started chatting. She was Spanish. She'd been traveling here for like two, three weeks. Um, and uh, was going to Melbourne with her. Two friends were further up in the plane. And like we chatted for the whole flight. It was real cool. And she told me, uh, oh, dearie, dearie me. Oh, little yawn there. Um, she told me that their plan was to get a van and uh and like drive down the great ocean road the next day so that was what tuesday night so uh wednesday drive the great ocean road thursday something else and then friday she was going back to spain um and she was like yeah so they were picking up their van on the wednesday morning uh and tuesday night i was like oh so we're just crashing in a hostel she's like no we're gonna sleep at the airport and i was like oh man (laughs) Um, like this plane was flying into Avalon airport, which Melbourne has two airports, Tullamarine and Avalon. Tullamarine's in the city. Avalon is like fucking near Geelong and it closes cause it's just for Jetstar flights. It closes at like after the last flight, it doesn't open all night. So I was like, you're not going to be able to sleep at this airport. Um, I really consider that probably would have been too strong a move to be honest. I really consider being like you and your friends can crash at my place if you want. Um, which totally would have been fine, I'm sure, but I just, I probably would have seemed creepy, um, but I was just like, man, I hope you guys are, you know, figure some shit out, and, um, I got, we got to the airport, and I was still talking to him, um, met her friends after the flight, and then the guy at the bus, I was like, oh, does this bus go 
like, this is the last bus into Tullamarine, and the dude was like, yeah, this is the last one, uh, and then the airport closes to confirm that, um, and the last bus definitely leaves in 10 minutes, and this whole Spanish crew hadn't got their fucking bags yet from the carousel, so I'm like, Dude, can these guys get their bags, like, to get back in at fucking Melbourne, because they have no way of getting in, he's like, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll hold it, and I get on the bus, I'm like, alright, bye, nice to meet you, get on the bus, I'm like looking out for them, uh, don't really see them kind of coming at all, the bus leaves, I'm like, alright, I guess they're gonna die in the outback, um, I fucking, um, speak to her the next morning, I'm like, did you get everything okay, she's like, yeah, on the Great Ocean Road, I was like, what happened, what did you, did you end up crashing at that airport, or what, they caught an Uber from Avalon to Tullamarine, dude, that's like a fucking, that's gotta be like a 70, 80 dollar Uber, for sure, it's an hour bus ride into the city. And the three of them got an Uber to Tullamarine and slept at the other airport. Like, <laughs> they didn't even get, like, a hot... I mean, to be fair, I probably would have done that given her position of, like, we'd not budgeted for three beds in a hostel. That's, like, as much as the Uber again. Why not just get an Uber and crash, ah, oh, fuck, and crash at the airport, I don't know, kind of smart, I guess, it was kind of like, they hadn't considered, you know, when you decide you're gonna sleep, like, if you decide you're gonna do something, and it's like a big decision, and then suddenly that, that option becomes untenable, it's like, well, we're gonna get as close to that as we can, you kind of have already discounted all the other options, like, they decided we're gonna sleep in an airport, and when that airport became unavailable, we're like, well, where's the nearest airport, rather than, like, how do we get to a bed, just like, well, we got, we're, I've said I'm sleeping in an airport, so sleeping in an airport I am, <laughs> I think that's so funny, they're locked on, like, when you're high and you need a maxi bond, you know, you're fucking gunning for it, you're like, dude, I don't give a fuck, I'll walk for an hour to the nearest open service station and get me that maxi bond, rather than just ha like have a magnum, you know, <laughs> like there's other ice creams available, no, ooh, you know when you yell loud and then your whole house rings, yeah, just got that right now, speaking of maxi bonds, if you guys were listening earlier in the year, you know that I'm uh, got a little bit of experience getting free shit off of companies, well, my Nikes, an update on this fucking saga, um, I was saying last week that my Nikes were broken, and I'm trying to get, I bought them in Edinburgh, and, and after two weeks, there was a, a hole opening up on the left shoe above the little toe, I don't know why I feel the need to keep reiterating that point, but it's like, I'm, talking to these people has made me very clinical in my description of the fault because I'm just coming to understand that that's, this company is not fun, Nike are not fun, I sent them the email, the first one, they were supposed to be silly, got nothing back, I, the whole caveat was like, I think, no, I'm writing an email to them as if Nike is, I think Nike is like one person who's been making shoes for a hundred years or whatever, that was supposed to be the joke, I'm like, thank you Nike for making all those shoes, you're an amazing person. <laughs> <laughs> and I got nothing off that, so I was like, alright, maybe I'll be serious, sent them a serious one, called them, got some lady who was very lovely, and um, I was like, okay, my luck is turning around with this company, and then I get onto their Australian like team for complaints or whatever, and it's just, it's like talking to a fucking brick wall, dude, like, I'm trying to 
talk to the other guy. That I'm emailing a guy now back and forth, and I'm like, hey, man, thank you so much for taking your time out the day. Um, you know, like, I really appreciate blah, blah, blah. And oh, let me pull up these emails, actually. I just, I won't read the whole thing because it would be way too dry, but just, like, you can fucking understand what I'm dealing with here. Is it in that one or is it in this one? I reckon it's in that one. I got two email addresses. I got one that's ajtakito at gmail.com and I got one that's crazy whore. <laughs> Fuck yeah, brother. <laughs> um, where's this cunt? Old scholars. No, that's my high school. Fringe. Darren. Who's fucking Darren? Sarah. Oh, maybe it's not here. Oh, no. 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 Yes, Nike. Okay. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Anyway, all right. I'm sure people are fucking tuning out by the dozen right now, but um, basically the language in the email is so dry, and every time I try and talk to the dude like he's a person, it just comes back with like, thank you for your message. Your Nike's a bird. We can now set up an assessment. Like they wanted proof of purchase. I sent them that, and they like want to set up an assessment. So I got the assessment form, Here's the deal with Nike. I send them my shoes that, keep in mind, were broken when I got them. Like, this is their fault. They're at fault here. This is their problem that I'm, that I've, that's affecting me and the money that I've paid is, like, for an item that's less valuable, right? So, they send me this assessment form and the deal is I have to send them my shoes so they can fucking assess whether there's an actual design for all that manufacturing fault in there. Okay, I understand that, but where, what shoes am I going to wear now for the next two fucking weeks? Because it's a 14-day assessment period, so I send it, they hold them for 14 days, they assess whether there's a fault. If there's no fault, they send the shoes back. So if they send the shoes back, I've just not had shoes for fucking, I'm assuming longer than two weeks, I've just given my shoes away for two weeks that I bought. Why did I buy shoes? Well, because I needed shoes. Yeah? So already, that's fucking bullshit. They should fucking offer me some sort of replacement pair of shoes or do the asset, like, just be able to look. Just look. You, I've sent you the proof of purchase. You know when I bought them. I've had them for a month. And you can see from the pictures that they're fucked. All right, but okay, that's the process. I'll accept that part. You got to check. Maybe they get a lot of people writing in, trying to fucking cop free shit off them. I understand, okay? But this is what happens if there's an actual design fault in the shoes. If there is a manufacturing fault with the shoes that I bought from fucking Nike for 65 pounds, they destroy my current pair of shoes. I don't get those back. They just fucking throw them in a fire or give them to their fucking kids after because they can't pay for shoes with their million dollar fucking CEO bonus cunts. They destroy my shoes, and then if there are the same pair of shoes available, I get those. If not, I get a voucher, redeemable only at Nike factory outlets, which if you don't know what a factory outlet is, that's where they send all of the stuff that people didn't buy when it was released. So all of the shitty shoes, all of the prototypes that no one wanted to buy that didn't pass testing, I can buy some of that. I can buy some of that fucking shit, can I? Thank you fucking so much, Nike, you fucking cunt. 
Oh, this has annoyed me so much. And uh, you know what? I wouldn't be this angry if I was talking to someone face-to-face because I know it's fucking ridiculous. But go fuck yourself. I've sent my fucking shoes away for two weeks and I don't even get... (sighs) Alright, I think I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) My God. I'm fucking livid. The meditation's working. (laughs) Oh, man. Fucking, I just want to wear my new fucking shoes. They look so dope. And this is the annoying thing, right, is I know that this experience, even if it turns out in the most negative way, which would be with... uh, The worst thing that could happen would be... uh, they accept that there's a design flaw, but they don't have shoes that are, like, similar enough. So they send me a fucking a check for, for what's the equivalent, 65 pounds, like, uh, 130 bucks. And then I go to the Nike outlet and all the shoes are just fucking garbage. And I pick one that's, like, okay, like, close enough. And then for the next year, I'm wearing these shoes that I fucking hate. <laughs> That's the worst case scenario. And even if that happens, though, I'm still going to buy Nikes again because they make fucking sick shoes, man. They fucking do. And I hate that so much. The worst part is, though, if I get that check, there's no way they're going to have Nike Janoskis at the fucking factory outlet because they don't stock those at factory outlets because they're good and everyone buys them. But that's what I want. That's what I bought. Oh, I'm real nervous, dude. Stay tuned on this. It's like in two weeks' time, I'm going to be screaming into the fucking mic again because they, they fucking like, <laughs> do you want the Nike tennis shoes or do you want the ones with individual toes? They're both pretty cool. <laughs> Fuck me. Mm. Um, and what was I going to say, though? Fucking something, something, Nike. I don't know, man. Meditation, yeah, I'm upset, I'm very upset, oh, that's annoying, I was going to say something, just whatever, I really hate this, I really, really do, I just want my shoes, they look so good, you know, oh, that's what I was going to say, Nike is like, I don't know if this is a real thing or if this is an urban legend, but I'm going to use it as an example, the, um, there used to be this fucking pizza shop in Melbourne, apparently, according to someone who reckons they read a Zomato review about it, who cares, that was like, um, if you ever watch that show Fat Pizza, it's like an Australian show, they got basically, this pizza shop was like, they made the best pizza, but the guy who ran it was like just an insane person, so he would like come into his shop and if he didn't like the look, he'd just be like, fuck off, get the fuck out of my shop. <laughs> And everyone loved it because it's like, fuck yeah, a crazy guy. But he's like the rain man of pizza. Like he, you know, can't interact socially, but makes the best pizza and it's undeniable. So you go in there because the pizza's so good and you just swallow the fact that the guy like spits in your face or whatever. (laughs) There was some story of someone going like, oh, this pizza's like not hot. And he just like took it off and threw it in the bin and was like, get the fuck out of my shop. (laughs) Which is so cool, right? Like, I love that. And But the analogy I'm trying to make to Nike is like, that's like Nike. Nike's shoes are the best pizza, you know? 
and Nike is that fucking cranky old Italian man who, if you don't deal with his shit, it's just like, well, fuck you, and then you can't, you know, I don't need you to buy my shit. But it's annoying because you don't get the experience, like the fun experience of dealing with the crazy man. I'm just talking to some fuck. God, I got the hiccups. I'm so angry. I got the hiccups. I'm just talking to some fucking guy on email and like, I don't even, I want a story about some guy spitting in my pizza. I don't want a fucking just a dry chain of emails, you know? Ugh. Anyway, this is, this whole experience has just really upset me and I don't know what to do. Here's the fucking emails. I found them. Look, I'm going like, uh, uh, um, hey Zach, thank heaps for your email, man. I really appreciate the time you're taking to look at this. As I said in the original message, I've never had a problem with Nikes before, and especially not Janoskis, which tend to be hardly to the point of absurdity. Ha ha. I hope this is all the information you need. Blah 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 blah. Cheers, Aiden. Alright, I wrote that, and then he just put. Hi, Aiden. I have attached your claim form, address, label, and terms and conditions. Please fill out all areas of the form and read and sign the terms and conditions. If you do not sign the T's and C's, your claim will be rejected. Please note, claim form and signed copy of T and C's must be included in the package. The address label needed... Kindness regards, Zach. It's like, come on, man. Fucking talk to me. Ugh. So, yeah, Nike, garbage company, but an old man spitting in a pizza. So, still kind of funny. Do you, is it funny to you guys that I'm so upset? And do you think that it's justified that I'm so upset? I can't fucking tell, man, whether I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I bought some shoes and they didn't work out. Okay, so why is it that we expect everything to work 100% of the time? You know, of course it's a fucking, I've bought, I've bought like, Dozens of pairs of Nikes in my life. Maybe not dozens. I'm probably getting a bit cocky there. I probably bought 10 pairs of Nikes in my life. And and for the first time, one of them has, you know, been faulty. I don't know. Music. Let's talk about music, man. This week, I don't know if it comes out this week, but the city and... Uh, the, the, I love the Spotify recommendations when it tells you, like, hey, this album just came out. And this week... Uh, City and Colour, that I can't believe I haven't talked on, uh, talked, talk, can't believe I haven't spoken on at the pod in recent memory, I'm trying to use different prepositions because I fucked up, City and Colour are fucking sick, um, they released a live album, uh, called Guide Me Back Home, and What Makes a Man is the fucking song, which I hadn't heard before, let's find out where it was from, um, I mean, just, I fucking love City and Colour, man. I've been, like, sitting in my lounge room this week, reading my book, and just listening to City and Colour, and, uh, it's just beautiful music. It's, like, it's the kind of music that, I read a study years ago that, um, classical music is, like, the best for studying to, because it doesn't distract your mind, because there's not a strong beat, and it's just kind of, like, weaves in and out, and it's you either focus on it or you don't, but it's not intrusive, like hip-hop or house or whatever is kind of intrusive because of the strong beat, and uh, I feel like City in Colour is kind of like that, it's good studying music, you know? What Makes a Man is the track that I'm going to recommend this week, which was released in 2008, album, Bring Me Your Love.
I don't know that one. I don't know. It's a fucking great album, man. Go, like, if you like that kind of, uh, if, what if you haven't heard City in Colour? I guess it's kind of like country folk. The dude's voice, Dallas Green, Dallas City, Green, Colour, <laughs> is incredible, man. His voice is amazing. He's got this, like, beautiful range where he can sing. There are some songs that I can sing, and then there are, like, some songs where he just goes, like, fucking two octaves up, and it's just like, you're a beautiful man, and you've got no dick. <laughs> you, your dick is inside your diaphragm right now, dude, and I fucking love you. Uh, how far are we in right now? How long did I yell for before? 24 minutes. I want to give a shout-out to Sarah Cox for listening to the pod. Thank you so much for writing me in. Um... Saying she's listened to all of the pods, man. Came to my festival show last year in Melbourne Comedy Festival and has gone back and listened to all the pods. Uh, big ups to you, Sarah. Um, we had a bit of a message back and forth and she said, uh, let me find what she said. I think this is absurd. Like, uh, um, she was like, oh, I think that you're, I won't find the message. She was like, I think that you're, um, I was like, oh, do you mind if I give you a shout out on the pod? Um, for this message, she was like, yeah, I mean, I think that your stories that you share help more people than, like, shouting me out, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm really fucking helping people by, <laughs> by yelling about Nike. <laughs> I'm just so glad that I could find a podcast where someone's finally voicing the issues that matter to me. <laughs> um... So what am I doing for the next week? Oh, I haven't spoken about this yet. I'm doing Sober October. And I am crushing it. Um, yeah, dude. Sober October. I haven't had a drink since, I mean, let's be fair, the night of the 30th of September. I was going to stop drinking at midnight, but the fucking fringe party in, in Sydney, like the closing party of the fringe had free drinks. Um, so I drank until like three that night, which was dope. <clears throat> but I haven't had a drink since then, since, uh, what, 3am on the 1st of October, and I'm feeling good, that's another reason why I woke up and was annoyed with myself, because I was like, fuck me, man, I haven't drank in nine days, I should be feeling better and not sleeping so much now, but, um, I don't know, maybe I'll still, <laughs> maybe I'll give my body a bit more time to work the alcohol through, how does that work, I'm not a detox, yeah, I'm still smoking like one or two cigarettes a day, but I'm not drinking. I'm not taking drugs. I mean, I'm not, I'm not not taking drugs because of a, it's a thing. I'm just not taking drugs because it's fucking long, man. Taking drugs is such a commitment, and I don't have the time. I went out. Um, this was when I was proudest of myself. Is um, I was hanging. Or I, like I was out on what Sunday night. Did a couple shows, got dropped home by by uh, by Pete, and then this girl that I used to sleep with and we were hanging out earlier in the year in like April, she went away to do her farm work and um, we stopped seeing each other anyway. And then yeah, she went away to do her farm work to get a second year visa for Australia, um, and she came back to Melbourne on like Sunday and messaged me and was like, "Hey, what's up? Let's get drunk," and. That was the first time in the week that I was just like, man, I really want to drink right now. Um, obviously, like, 
A, the option of sex, maybe on the table. That's really the main reason I drank, is just to kill my inhibitions, so I feel less, less nervous about trying to fucking get laid, I reckon. Um, and that's because my real vice is sex, I think, rather than alcohol. Oh, mate, oh, no, I, no, actually, to be fair, I still love drinking. I don't know. But just for me, that moment was like, oh, fucking, oh, I, I really want to drink right now. I really just want to throw the whole thing and go, fuck this, man. What am I doing? I can go drink with someone. But that's an excuse, you know? That's me trying to make an excuse. That's like the ju- the voice of, of rationalization in the back of my head. Like, I got a bit right now where I'm like, my mate offered me a pill and I was like, oh, that's expensive. But that rationalization voice was like, oh, you're going to spend money to make money. It's like that, you know? Like, the first time when there was a reason for me to want to drink, I was like, oh, come on, man. Who fucking cares? Live your life. Blah, blah, blah. But it was like, no, I'm doing this because I want to fucking be healthier. I want to see what happens when I don't drink for a month. It's so much cheaper. The drinking is expensive. I'm broke as fuck. But I still went out. I was like, hey, man, like I'm, um, I still needed to put a vice in there. I still felt, I was like, oh, as a joke, like, oh, I can't drink. I'm not drinking right now, but I can come out and smoke 30 cigarettes. And, uh, and I did come out, I smoked two cigarettes, um, but she was there with some mates, um, like her and her friend had been driving this van around the East Coast, they just got back to Melbourne, and we went to a bar, we had a drink, and then we went to another bar, and, uh, and I called it, that was at like 11, or I kind of met up with them maybe around 12, hung out for a couple hours, and then we got to this, like, second or third bar, and uh, I was like, hey, man, I think I'm just going to call a, call an Uber and, and head home. And one of the guys <coughs> that we were with was like, oh, man, you know there's drugs up there, right? Like pointing to the bar that we just rocked up at. And I was like, yeah, nah, I don't know, man. Nah, not really fucking, not really feeling it. Don't really care. Like I had a good time hanging out. I had a lovely time. It was real fun. Lots of laughs, all of that. Didn't feel weird. Had the same time that I would have had had I been drinking, but I just didn't drink. I've, I feel like I've been saying this for the last five minutes and everyone's like, yeah, dude, none of us, we, we don't drink all the time. <laughs> I drink like fucking every night and it's just kind of cool. I literally don't remember a time when I've gone for fucking, no- it's probably since 2012, since I did my 52 days of drinking thing for the year that I went for longer than fucking seven days without drinking, to be honest. That's insanity. But that's what it is, and it feels good, you know? Yeah, I was just like, oh, I don't need drugs, man. I'm going home. That's cool. And, I mean, I still got home and got to bed at, like, I didn't get to bed till, like, 3, but I was sober when I woke up. I feel great, man. I feel bloody great. That's me, I reckon. Thank you guys so much for listening to this pod this week. It's been a lot of fun. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, keep writing me in, man, if you haven't written me in, if you've been listening, um, or if you've just started listening, fucking tell me what you think, ask me some questions, let's fucking, let's chat, dude, um, I've got, what have I got coming up, if you're listening today on Tuesday, i got Catfish tonight, um, which is in Fitzroy, that's a fucking great gig, I'm doing a, a, a spot there, um, for the rest of the week, I'm emceeing Dirty Secrets tomorrow night in Collingwood, that's a great show, um, I've got a bunch of shows through the week, whatever, you guys know, um, tell people about this pod and be happy. 
fuck, I'm running out of steam. Thanks for listening. This has been Aiden Taco Jones. <laughs> Peace.